Welcome to Harry Potter and the Anxious Millennials, a show where we delve week by week into each chapter of the Harry Potter series. Welcome back to uh, Harry Potter and the Anxious Millennials. I'm going to do this new thing in the in the chapters going forward where we're going to introduce oh. ourselves. So I oh, okay. am always, as, as always, I am Adam, and this is my co-host, Ari. Ari, say hi. Hi. Hello. Thank you for joining Perfect. us today. Welcome back. We're so pleased to be here for book five. Um, before we get into the chapter, I do I do want to give our general... We do this every book. Let's give our general take on at least what oh. we remember of Order of the Phoenix, what we're, where we're at with, uh, with Harry in this book, or just in general what our okay. thoughts are. I can go first. I have not reread this book. This is the first book officially that I have not reread since I'm I read so it. I'm so excited time. for you. So five, oh six, gosh. and seven. This is like an I'm just time number two reading it. So um I mean I generally remember All what of goes them? on, especially because like yeah, five, six, and seven. All of yeah. them? Wow. I didn't really yeah. realize that. I mean, I guess why would you like randomly start reading like Book six. Like six. Just to, yeah. Yeah. So yeah. sure. Valid. I mean, I guess six could make sense if I was like gearing up to read seven. But uh yeah, yeah I've never I've never reread five, six, or seven. I don't have many thoughts about this book. I have the general like Harry's angsty in this book, which I feel like gets exhausting. Yeah. Um, and I already had like a, a bit of it in this chapter where I was like, oh God, here we go. It's gonna be long. <laughs> it's gonna be a long book. But here's what I will say, looking forward to this book, um, the chapters are longer, but I think that means there's going to be like more, you know, more stuff going on, right, more to more like substance. discuss, more to get yeah. into. Um, right. This is, I agree. this is the, this is the longest book or Half-Blood Prince yeah. is longer? No, I think this is the longest one. I'm pretty sure. Okay. We well, can double check that. We're definitely like in the territory of the longest three books. We are now officially yeah. into the the tomes of the Harry Potter series. <laughs> um, so I'm very excited. Uh, can't wait to go on this journey of reflection um, as Joe continues to wither away her any goodwill <laughs> people had toward her. Right. In real time. Yeah. <laughs> she continues to take herself down for all We're of also us. recording this well, early. We this is watch. like before thanksgiving yeah and for our right english before, listeners so. late november cuz you have no idea when thanksgiving <laughs> is it it'll be interesting to see by the time this comes out if she's done anything else cuz i'm sure uh, who's yeah. to who's to doubt that she's going to do something who's to know what else she's going to say in between now and when this releases so it, nothing of know. substance nothing of substance nothing of substance <laughs> Substance, subterfuge. <laughs> um, Ari, um, thoughts on uh, also uh, the irony of me being like I'm hot, so I'm wearing a t-shirt, and you're in Southern California wearing a full sweatshirt. <laughs> I'm in Chicago. You know what? I always debate whether actually wearing one when we're recording, though, because like I start off like kind of cold, but then when we start talking about the book, I end up sweating like every time. Mm. I sweat every time. 
It's like 52 degrees here. So I was like, I am hot today. It is is toasty. It that's so funny. Yeah, wait, let me see what the temp- temperature is here right now. Sixty-eight. I'm sure, it's like a perfect. <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. sounds about right. I mean, I'm in my apartment. We're like really in the shade, so sure, it's that's co- true. It's that's cooler true. inside. Mm-hmm. In the valley, but yeah, yes. Ari, uh, you do you have any thoughts on this? Um, um, I mean, the fire. main thing I always think of is how much everyone fucking hates Umbridge. Uh, and then oh. I also just think about how much I loved Dumbledore's army. Like, in terms of cool ideas that JK has come up with in the series, Dumbledore's army is like, gotta be in my top three. Like, all these students coming together to like, be little wizard activists, basically, and like, teach each other self-defense. I'm here for it. I just think it's so sweet. And like everything they get to do, like all the spells that they learn. So I'm really looking forward to that. Um, But I mean, other than that, pretty much the same thing you said where it's just like angsty hairy. And I feel like now being an adult, literally being 30 and reading a book about a 15 year old boy. So now we are twice his age. I feel like I'm going to have a lot more perspective on like, yeah. Even right away in this chapter, like I was like, this poor kid is like immediately alienated after the most traumatic event. And he's had a lot of traumatic events, but right. this is the newest traumatic event. Yeah, this is fresh. Yeah. And it's like anything even half that bad, it's it would be terrible to be alienated right. from everyone, you know? So I was already like, oh gosh, like, yeah, he's angsty. And like, e- like you, same thing of what you said, even in this chapter, I was like, oh God, Harry, like, what are we doing? But I'm just, I think I have more perspective as an adult. It's very, he, I mean, it's written like an actual 15 year old would act. Like, I don't yeah. disbelieve that that is a 15 year old character for sure. Right. Yeah. And just knowing sometimes, how like sometimes you know how like adults manifests. adults will write child children characters or, or younger characters, but they'll write them to be like wise beyond their years. Oh, I Adam, I hate that's my pet peeve. Like I very hate precocious. That. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm just like just like let, where it's like very like adult jokes or like that kind of like witty sense mm-hmm. of humor, but they're like seven. And I'm yeah. always like, I mean, what that was no, me as a seven year old. So <laughs> Um, but anyway, excuse me, my bad. <laughs> I was just unique, unique. Um, great, unique. I would say this book, if we're comparing like things that we like that Joe has put into the series that are in this mm-hmm. book, like yours was Double Doors Army. Mm-hmm. I am fascinated by Saint Mungo's. Oh yeah, right. That's we've never seen into the wizarding world in that way before. No, and truly we won't really ever again after this book, which yeah. is like kind of unfortunate. But yeah. I would love a full spin-off series that's like uh Scrubs. St. Mungo's Scrubs, Maladies. St. Mungo's. Yeah. It's a Adam, sitcom. let's write it. Adam. Let's write it. <laughs> We're going to write it. Come on. RJ's not the only one who can help you write. <laughs> exactly. I'm aware. Exactly. Yes. This is yeah. ours. Yeah. St. Mungo's. St. Mungo's, Perfect. the TV show. 
we just have to get the rights from Joe, after which they tell her that we've like bashed her name like yeah, thousands easy. of times. Easy. I wouldn't do- <laughs> and I wouldn't delete a lick of it. I stand firm in what no. I've said. Oh, well, what a delightful conversation to start our our uh, <laughs> book five uh, series with. So fun. Oh, yeah. Well, Ari, this week we read chapter one called Dudley Demented. Ari, what happens in this chapter? Um, Harry pouts and then has to take down a Dementor. Yeah. Or angsty here. Yeah. No, let me do that again. Angsty Can't Harry has to take down a Dementor. He has and now he proved that he, he officially can a do job. A, a Patronus charm without it In being like a world. weird, like I knew yeah. I could do it because I saw myself do it again well no he does it in book four remember in the maze he did it oh yes that's right that's right that's right um but that was a that was a moment where it was a bogart it wasn't yeah, an actual it wasn't mentor real in the end, so yeah. this is the first time he's actually faced a real dementor again since book three so this chapter opens with um there being a drought the uk sounds a lot like los angeles county right now okay it sure does all the dried up grass. I was like, oh, yeah, this isn't fun. Um, Harry's sitting outside under the windowsill. And the only reason that he is sitting out in the in this like heat is because he's trying to hear the news. And he's apparently had to come up with clever ideas to be able to like hide and listen to the news. So he's been watching the news because he's looking for any any update on, you know, Voldemort related stuff. Sure enough, there isn't, hasn't really been anything that he's heard. And spoiler alert, there won't be anything he's hearing for like yeah. the next 36 <laughs> chapters. <laughs> yeah. Um. So he's like frustrated by that, that he's like, what is going on? They're not talking about what's really happening in the world. Um. While he's sitting under the windowsill, he sees uh his neighbor mrs fig who loved he's at a batty old lady who loved cats basically and i was like obviously a squib our only right. our only example of a squib is filch this yeah. woman is obviously a squib she she's female she's female filch yeah yeah basically it's like a little bit more Except she's like, nice nice to talk to yeah yeah, yeah. And so I feel like, Harry, maybe you could have, I don't know, been a little bit more aware, but fine, whatever. I guess he's 15. He's so a 15 year old boy is not very, is not very aware. Um, so right after he sees her like tottering down the road, he hears a big loud bang. So I just wanted to make note of two things from the news segment portion of this chapter. First of all, I'd like to commend Joe. She finally took a note from our first chapter conversations of books two, three, and four, where we were like, stop doing the thing where you just spend one entire chapter reiterating everything we've read before. And she really does it. I mean, she does do a little bit of like Harry Potter was was a black haired, respectable boy. Right. But it's very short comparatively to the other, uh, first chapters. It's pretty quick. Yeah. During the new segment, um, Mm -hmm. there's like this weird thing. 
There's this weird like line Vernon has where he's like, I don't even know if Dudley knows who the prime minister is. Oh and yeah. I, was like, I, for- yeah. <laughs> I forgot to make a note of that. But like, and then he's so like proud, proud of, of him. Yes. yes. So that's where we're at. That um, was really and bizarre. I would, yeah. And like, honestly, Dudley, I don't know prime ministers either, but I do watch the crown and that's how I know most of them by this point. So I recommend Netflix's the crown. Just, just put the crown on. That seems too intellectual for him. It's now funny that this past season of the crown was with, uh, um, Imelda Staunton, and she's yes. Professor Umbridge. Exactly. So we've got that nice little tie-in to pop culture currently. Um, so that, and then <laughs> the job. other one was like there was like a Spanish luggage, uh, luggage people at the airport were on strike, and Vernon made some comment about he was like they can why don't they ha- go on siesta forever or whatever, and I am not surprised that uh vernon dursley's anti-union i'm not surprised that he's against collective bargaining that doesn't shock me um it seems apropos to his character shockingly we did not you know we didn't get was the like big rotund fat uh whale of a man um vernon dursley and tiny little thin uh, bony structured woman Petunia but we do later I feel like get some of that with Dudley yes with Dudley we get that but yes you're but right then Dudley's but- is also different this book it's very strange the whole Sh- we're in a new know. era we're in a new era girlies <laughs> yeah she has turned over a new leaf she's appro- approaching it in a different way but like also still has the fat she can't resist a little fat phobia though can she Oh my God. Um, and now she's having Harry say it. She's having Harry be fatphobic. It's so I'm like, bad, Ari. It's so bad. I hate it. Just reveal yourself. Reveal yourself. <laughs> reveal. Um, so he hears this loud, Harry hears this loud bang, and he jumps up and bashes his head into the windowsill. And I was like, I'm sorry, Harry, you could have a concussion. Please don't, like, storm off. Anyways, Vernon sees him, like, you know, stand up out of nowhere and, like, grabs him around the throat. What? People can see you, Vernon. What are you doing? Like, I understand that they don't care about, like, taking care of Harry when they're in the house. Like, they're clearly fine with abusing him. But, like... You're so worried about what people think of you, and yet you're, like, grabbing him by the throat, like, in front of all your neighbors. And then, like, right after that, thankfully, because Harry is magical, there's, like, a jolt that goes through him that, like, causes Vernon to let go of him. But then Vernon's just, like, to the neighbors. He's like, oh, yeah, gave us quite a fright. Like, quite a fright. So you strangled your nephew? (laughs) It's the thing of, like, I don't even know... I don't even know what we're doing in terms of like Albus Dumbledore by allowing Harry to stay with the Dursleys is like technically advocating for like abuse because like, you know, what's going on, but he's like, well, that's where he's safe as if there's not a billion other ways to like keep Harry Potter safe. (laughs) Just leave him at school. Yeah, yeah, just let him stay at Hogwarts.
skateboards over the summer. What? What are we doing? Ivy. Yeah. <laughs> so after this happens, Harry. This like, is my first question. Takes- where I was like, was the crack someone apparating? And yes, then that's it's what not it was. answered. I mean, it's yeah, kind of it, answered, but it's not like answered as to who or anything. Yeah, right. It so. was someone apparating. Um, we just don't know who. Well, I mean, I know it was someone apparating because I remember this book. I guess at this point we don't. Is a reader, first time reader, you don't know why there was a crack. He guesses that it could be because he, he says it right, sounds he like, knows uh, the sound. He like Dobby remembers does. the sound. Yeah, right. Exactly. So after this, he like takes a little angry stroll down the street. And here's where we get the angsty Harry's coming out to play. So he's he hasn't heard anything of like substance from Ron or Hermione. They're basically just like, well, we can't say anything, but like hopefully we'll see you soon. Okay, anyways, bye. Like it's like he's like, why even send me these letters? Like not even saying anything. Oh, before this, he did admit to Petunia and Vernon that like the owls haven't really been bringing him letters. Yeah, which he's like embarrassed to admit um and so he's like i said at the beginning he's very alienated he doesn't have any contact with anyone really even when he's talking to sirius black he's not as annoyed at sirius as he is ron and hermione because sirius's letters are like a little bit more detailed but even sirius is just essentially being like well be a good boy and like just like sit tight and you know we'll be with you shortly and so right. harry's like well that's rich coming from my godfather who was like in azkaban cool right um <laughs> what <laughs> just like harry i just like i and i was this age i was 15 i had this energy Everyone yeah, yeah, has. Everyone's point. gone through this period of being like, e- literally, everybody's out to get me. Everyone hates me. The problem is, is that like for Harry Potter, it's kind of real. Is that like everyone is out to get Harry Potter? <laughs> yeah. So in that regard, like he's not wrong. It still is annoying. He's not it's wrong. still annoying. Yeah. Um. I also there was a line where he said he alludes to the summer break being only four weeks long. And I was like, what? Oh, I thought, oh, I read it as he himself had only been there for four. Like he had been there for a oh, month and heard. That's probably that's something. probably what it was. Okay. Yeah. That's probably what it that, was. No, that but would be crazy. Already had, One month. Could you imagine? <laughs> Not enough time. <laughs> I mean, I think this the total it, I think in total the summer holiday is only two months. Because yeah, it's it was like, like the end of June. Total. When they had the third task. And then, and then he they go goes back to school, back on, to September school on September 1st. Yeah. And his birthday is yeah, July that's 31st. True. That's true. So. Yeah. So August and July. Yep. Something to right. think about. So as he's on his little like emo stroll, he's in his mind, he's just kind of going through all the things. He's like, oh, well, I'll have to find a new hiding spot, I guess. And then he like goes and like moodily sits down at a swing on a playground. And he's like, oh, gosh, I hate it here. My life sucks. Like just typical 15 year old boy. But Mm -hmm. as Adam said, I mean, this really does suck. Like, especially when he's like, didn't they know what I did? Like. 
oh, no one thinks they can trust me. I was the one that like was with fucking Voldemort and no one's going to tell me shit. Like I understand him having those thoughts. I get it. He's he's valid in having these very frustrated thoughts. He's valid. He's also very different from me where I'd be like, I'm so glad I don't know anything that's going on. I'm glad I'm not (laughs) in the wizarding world at the moment. Like Voldemort's back and I'm just out here in little whinging. I'm just chilling. (laughs) Who's going to find me here? That's that's my take as Harry Potter. This is why I'm not a Gryffindor. I've said it before. I'll say it again. Not a Gryffindor. I mean, I'm not a Gryffindor either, but I would literally, I would be like, how dare you not tell me anything? I would be so upset. I would be like, I have been in the dark for a whole month. How dare you, bitches? No, I'm good. As After he's been at the playground for a while, Dudley and his friends oh. show up. And then it's just, D- Dudley, and now it's Dudley a bummer. wasn't. And now the chapter sucks. <laughs> <laughs> if Dudley wasn't already a bully, he's like full on. Like uh, Michael calls people like this chavs that like they're literally yeah. just like the neighbor na- the neighborhood bully. Yeah, they just wait for kids to like come home from school. Like one time, a guy tried to take Michael's bike. I think it was Michael. Michael. I don't know if he came. Michael. Was there a chav that took you? He tried to take your bike that one time. Here he comes. Wasn't there a chav that tried to take your bike? Oh, it was a whole group of chavs. A whole group. Dudley and his gang. Tell, ask him if, if like, if Dennis the Menace is like different in Britain than it is in America. Oh, no, it is. Dennis the Menace is different for you. He's like a blonde kid for us here. He's like lighthearted. Yeah. Yeah, he's like a nasty little urchin. Yeah, he's evil. Yeah, he says it was a group of chavs, but Michael just wrote, he just rode away on his bike quickly. Oh, so he got so away. cool. But it's like, and Michael's hometown is like a small hometown. So I'm like. Sure. And they have to have chavs just like loitering on the streets. I don't know. Maybe because I like mean, South. Girl, so was South Bend. No, I know, but South Bend wasn't like in his hometown. They walk everywhere. Like that's how small it is. And right. So I was like, they have. I mean, I guess there's. Bullies I think it's everywhere. the thing what of like. I think it's just the thing of like teenager. It's the thing of teenagers who have nothing to do, so they just like create like little gangs. With people. And Ugh, then they're like, yeah, I, this is this is the most power I'll ever feel. I've ever felt. Uh, good Ugh. luck. Yeah, so gross. I think that's so stupid. Let's talk about Dudley. Okay. We got to discuss Dudders. You He's know what I mean? He's a boxer now. He's a boxer now. It's giving Rocky vibes. He's, she does need to let us know that he is still massive and huge. And then yeah. she goes through the motions of like this conversation. And I'm, we'll talk about it. But like the conversation between Harry and Dudley... Which is like weirdly, I think the most we've ever seen them talk to each other. So that's right, like yeah. really interesting. It's a full the, conversation. We're five books in, and this is the first conversation yeah. we've ever seen them have. Dudley's a bad character, right? Like he's a villain. He's he's an antagonist. He's not good. I would say Harry comes off worse in this conversation. Like. Yeah, by, he does. By and large, and like Dudley just got finished like beating up some like like 
10 year old probably yeah so like also not great but like in this moment that we're in harry's just like yeah goading him and being yes, like he's goading so him fully piggly wiggly and it's like girl what <laughs> is going on stop we were oh, you're so it's fucking the ty- piggly wiggly <laughs> it's the tyra banks like we were rooting for you we were all rooting for you I'm rooting for you. How dare you? For what? But like, why? It le- it doesn't he's all do anything and, to like, the scene. Pouty. Yeah, he's just looking for trouble. He's just he's just picking on picking at Dudley to pick at someone. You know, like it's so gross. I think the worst part is just that like there's the moment where Harry like acknowledges. That he's like, I know I'm doing this because he he's the only person yeah. that I can like take this out on. But he doesn't feel yeah. remorse about it. Which is like, if no. there was like a little bit of him that was like, he felt bad for like carrying on this way because he knew it was like not good, whatever. But he couldn't help himself because his emotions were so tied in knots or something. Like then I'd be like, okay, we've all been yeah. there. But it's the way that he's just like, and that's what it is, girls. <laughs> and that's where we're at. That's what I'm doing. Um, I mean, maybe we're not supposed to feel bad for Dudley because of like the history with Harry and Dudley, which like I don't feel bad for Dudley, but it's just the whole no. like Harry, you're making yourself look bad. Like, what right. are you doing? To it's quote like, Michelle Obama. Yes. What's the quote? <laughs> when they go low, we go high. When girl. they go li- <laughs> low, we go high. I was like, lift What's lift the them quote? up. What is yes, that? exactly. When they go low, we go high. So Harry, you went a little low, girl. You went, you, uh, went a, you went a lot low. You went a lot low. You're tunneling. You're tunneling. You're tunneling underground. I mean, my thing was that it's just like he's just asking for trouble, basically. Like right. he's giving Dudley shit. Of course, it's fat phobic because that's the that's just what what that's the brand. JK loves to. That's it's the brand. brand. <sighs> and like, there's yeah, nothing it's not, better than fat phobia. <laughs> so relatable, right? It's so relatable, fat phobia. Um, he just, he's, it's the first time where, like you said, like we're seeing Harry do something like this and there's no type of like ethical awareness or like, yeah, guilt for like, not being his best self or whatever. I feel like previously Harry typically is like, oh, I shouldn't have done that, but I was just upset, you know? Right. It also feels like the other times we've gotten annoyed with Harry um, because he's like not acted great. It's been like, we're looking back on it now and it's not great. And I feel like even if you would read that at the time, I don't know. I mean, there's no way I remember what I was feeling when I read this the first time because I'm sure I was skimming this entire chapter because I just wanted to get into the book. It's It does feel like this is the first time where it's like, oh, it's like, I think anyone reading this would be like, this isn't a great look, Harry. It's not. Yeah. It's like how Ron had like the last book where it was like, Ron. Not good, Ron. Ronald. Multiple times, Ronald. Giants, Ronald. I think that it's good. It's a good thing that like through Ron and Hermione, he's held accountable to a degree. 
Like it does reach a point where I think it's Hermione that's like, and I'd really appreciate it if you would stop biting my head off. And then he kind of like begrudgingly is like, sorry. She's like, we're on your side. So you can cut that shit out. And I was like, yeah, good. Good for her. Like, I'm just like, there's no reason for 100%. whatever. We're not there yet, but we're not there yet, but to, we'll get there. So, someone needs to call him out and he gets called out, thankfully. So I think we'll see. I think there is a part in the book where it kind of like takes a turn for the better. Now, the one part, the just the anger that I do kind of feel is justified is when he gets pretty angry at Dumbledore. Oh, we're yeah. We're not there yet, but we're not there we'll yet, but we will that. be there and I famously don't like Dumbledore, so you know I'm about that <laughs> life. At all? <laughs> you no, don't like I, him at all? He's he's fine, but I think he's very flawed and I think the fandom sure. likes to treat Dumbledore like he isn't flawed, but like yeah, I mean, I think the positive with Dumbledore is that he is always able to be like, I make mistakes or I did make a mistake. And like, there's no like sure. ego involved, which is what I love about him, because uh, I mean, not a lot of old white men can admit that they're wrong. So, sure. but I mean, that doesn't mean that he's not a flawed character because there's a hundred things, right. I'm sure. He could have done better. It's not anyway. even like necessarily how he's written in the book. It's more like how the fandom treats him. It's this. It's a lot of right that he's like this untouchable that. character. Yeah, yeah, right. Like how the fandom is like Snape was good. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Do you know who is an untouchable wizard character? Gandalf. Hilda okay. Lockhart. Oh no, <laughs> Gandalf. Okay, Gandalf. Mm -hmm. He did it right. He did it all right. Gray or white? Okay. Both, both. Gandalf overall. <laughs> Gandalf all shades. <laughs> Fifty Gandalf. shades of Gandalf. Um, so anyway, back into Harry Potter book five. Um, What's that? <laughs> while Harry is just continuously goading Dudley, finally Dudley is like, oh yeah? Well, you have been crying in your sleep. And Harry like very quickly is like, what? What are you talking about? And he's like, oh, help me, mom. Help me, dad. Dad, help me, Cedric, not Cedric. And then he's like <laughs> talking about talking about the incident. And I guess Harry has been like talking in his sleep. And so Harry gets very upset about this. And he pulls out his wand to threaten Dudley. But then all of a sudden, while they're bickering, Harry notices that it's gone like pitch black. So Dudley of course, just assumes that Harry did this did because he has mm -hmm. his wand out. So he's like, stop doing that. And Harry's like, I didn't do anything. Like, shut up. So Dudley's just basically panicking. Um, and Harry... Same. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Harry <this>. is... <laughs> yeah. I was like... Harry is figuring out that it's Dementors pretty quickly with, like, the darkness and how it's getting colder. He's like, oh, yeah, wait, this is, like, what happens when a Dementor is around. Mm -hmm. um, but Dudley can't like pick up on the Dementors really. Like I, and he can't see them. And I think maybe mm -hmm. he can just feel the sadness, but like he wouldn't be able to hear them or anything. So yeah. Harry's the only one that can see slash hear them. And then while Harry's trying to figure out what's going on, Dudley punches him. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he does. He just like 
wallops him. And then sure enough, Harry mentions how he feels like his head has been split open for the second time. And as the daughter of a psychologist, this boy had to have been concussed. Uh, get this boy concussed. to a doctor's appointment. Please Somebody, do not let him, don't fall let him go to sleep for 24 hours. I'm Thank just like, you. Please, what is going on? Brain bleeds. After Harry is concussed, there are two, not one, but two Dementors lurking in this alleyway that they're in. And the second one's a surprise. She's a little bonus. You buy, It's a BOGO. <laughs> buy one Dementor, get one free. BOGO, BOGO Dementors. <laughs> Great. Um, so, <laughs> oh my gosh, my uh, autocorrect, correct Lumos to lumps. So Harry says lumps. <laughs> lumps. He says lumps. Harry says Lumos, lumps. hoping to find his wand. And sure enough, it's like inches away from his fingertips. So because he has said the spell, the wand illuminates. This is the first time this has happened, correct? He's done magic without a wand, but that was like like earlier with uh, Vernon, where it's like something instinctual or like almost like right, animalist. Right, yeah. Like, like right. in book like one where he like jumps on the than- Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's not intentional. So he says Lumos, and even though his wand isn't in his hand, it still lights up. And so I was like, okay, is this like a common occurrence? Because we haven't really heard of this happening. But I was like, that's cool. I like the idea of like in a in a a moment of like urgency, you know, the wand is like, I'm here. Like, <laughs> yeah, hold me. <laughs> it's just like, hold um, me. The wand is me on a Saturday me. night. Hold me. So he has trouble summoning his Patronus at first. And so Mm -hmm. he really has to focus. But even with him being mad at Ron and Hermione, it's Ron and Hermione that help him be able to Mm -hmm. get there, which I was like, that's really sweet. Her Ron and Hermione allow him to climax and really release the the silvery mist of the Patronus from his member. Oh, no. Stop, <laughs> From his pointed stick. <laughs> Bleh, no. Bleh. He is able to summon a Patronus. Congrats. And then he's able to fight them off. And Dudley it was like literally almost like eaten up by this Dementor, basically. Like he saves Dudley in the nick of time, which very nice, Harry, to save Dudley. Good on ya. Could you imagine if he was just like, nah. And walks away. And then he's like a full anti-hero the rest of the series. It's like, like, <laughs> it's like when they save Malfoy and them too, you know? It's like yeah. they they're they would not have done the same for them. You gotta go high sure. when they go yeah. low. When they go low, we, we lift go up. High. That's the <laughs> that's the phrase. It's <laughs> Michelle low, Obama lift said up. lift lift up. <laughs> lift up. Lift up. That's so funny. As Michelle Obama said, what's the quote? (laughs) (laughs) Had no idea. Um, So he's able to fight them off. They like evaporate into the air basically, which I was like, how, once again, how do Dementors work? Where did they come from? Where did they go? Are they like dead? Did he like defeat those two Dementors? Are they just like one with the ether now is there is there are there a certain number of dementors in the world like you can't kill a dementor yeah, yeah, yeah. there's only 50 
there's only 50 in the world and they all work at Azkaban and they've, they've been alive. They've been alive for forever. And then when one dies, like a new, like baby Dementor is born. (laughs) It's a Phoenix. It's a Phoenix situation, but there's 50 of them. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. That was a little weird to me. I was like that. You said that so casually, Joe, but like what just happened? It faded into the, okay. They faded away. The one Dementor looked at the other Dementor and said, Mr. Mr. Stark, I don't feel so good. <laughs> slowly like, I don't feel so good. Yeah. <sighs> yeah, that was That's my impression uh, at the of moment the d- when Thanos snapped his finger. Because <laughs> um, they like rattle. Great. <laughs> yes, they rattle. <laughs> Please stop. <laughs> Coming to get ya. <laughs> Because they rattle. <laughs> you know. You want to hear it again? <laughs> um, and I just had a glass of milk, so you know my. Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm Real, yeah. Not in smooth at all. Really gurgly. Yeah. yeah very gurgly. Dairy. Um, so after he is able to um, cause them to evaporate into mist with his Patronus, which is a new skill, I guess. Mrs. Vick shows up and he's like, oh shit, I better put my wand away. To which she's like, idiot boy, you leave that wand out. Keep it out. Absolutely not. There could be more. Which like, can you add them? What if there had been more Dementors just like chilling? Like around the corner? Just waiting. It's scary. It's very, it's, it literally is like, uh. Christmas Carol where they're just on the street and there's like the giant <sighs> scary hooded figure. Oh, I hate it. Reading this chapter, I I was very like anxious while I was reading it cuz it's mm. like it's it's very horror story like the way it's written. Yeah. Where spooky. like everything goes dark, you can sense the anticipation of something is coming. He sees the dementors. Very ominous. You get the fear of like you as like the reader are like ostensibly a muggle. So when yeah. like you realize that muggles can't see them, then it's like even scarier. Right, of being would like, be so if, I, if there was a Dementor next to me, you wouldn't even know. Yeah. That's really scary. All right. Well, that wraps up this chapter in under an hour. We'd love to see it. Yeah. Next week, we'll be reading chapter two called A Peck of Owls. You can find the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you find your podcasts, as well as video versions on the Ampleverse YouTube channel and on Spotify. As always, don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe so that we can get a perfect Newt score. Five stars only, or else you'll be attacked in a suburban alley by a Dementor. You don't want that. And don't forget to follow us on Twitter and Instagram at HBAnxious, or YouTube and TikTok at the Ampleverse. I'm also, you know what, guys? I also have a personal Twitter and Instagram. <laughs> so I'm on Twitter at Adam Noecker, N-O-E-C-K-E-R. And then my Instagram is uh, Adam's Sonyandan. So Adam you'll never Sonyandan. find it. Um, Ari, do you want to plug your personal or no? Yeah, my personal Instagram is Ari Lee, L-E-I-G-H. L-E-I-G-H. And then on, yeah. on Twitter, it's just Ari underscore Lee because... I think I had a, a Twitter account that was Ari Lee and then it got like shut down oh. and I don't know why to this day, but I can't get the old <laughs> username back. It's so weird. Well, you can, 
just email Elon. Just tweet him. Yeah, yeah. I'll just yeah. I'll just reach out to Elon. Casual. Um, we are hosted on Anchor and recorded on Zencaster, so thank you to the both of them and are a proud member of the Ampleverse. Check them out at theampleverse.com. Thank you, Ari. Thank you. And as always, Knox. Oh, Khaleesi got so excited. There's a dog barking out there. Oh. Knox, Khaleesi. Slay, Khaleesi. I wish I could like snap and then like disappear from the frame. Can you edit that? If I do it, will you edit it? No. <laughs> no.